0: The suspected murder of Sarah Everard and the arrest of a police officer on suspicion of murder has sent shockwaves through the country, but the emotional impact on women has been acute. Across Britain and beyond, women are sharing stories about how they've been followed on their way home by men, sometimes since they were children, about the harassment they're subjected to, from catcalling to street abuse and to outright violence. Stories of how it has long been second nature to avoid dark spaces at night, to make sure their headphones aren't playing music too loud so they can hear potential danger, about pangs of fear and apprehension at men approaching them at night, about checking in on friends to see if they're okay. What in part they are saying to men, to us, is that we are seen as a potential threat and they're asking us to understand why. This is a conversation men have to have. The discussion can't centre on how women should keep themselves safe, but how men can be stopped from being a danger. Defensive responses of not all men are as tone deaf as much as they missed the point. 1.6 million women suffered domestic violence in the last recorded year. One in five women have suffered some form of sexual assault since they were 16, and around 85,000 women are raped a year. Every three days, a woman is killed by a man. This is a pandemic of male violence. And this is the conversation men have to talk about. There is a widespread culture among men which objectifies women, which strips women Of basic humanity. There is nothing in the genes of men that make us violent or threatening towards women. It is about how men are socialized and educated. All men know this. From the earliest age, a certain image of manliness is drummed into our heads. Part of being a man, according to this culture, is getting into fights casual needless violence and never backing down as well as something else talking about women in often overtly degrading ways in ways that leave women without dignity at a young age those boys who don't take part in this sort of behavior come under suspicion this is where homophobia comes under play this is where homophobia comes into play The worst consequences of homophobia are suffered by gay, bi and queer men, but it's often ignored that many, perhaps most straight boys and men have been subjected to homophobic slurs. Boys and many men who fail to engage in this behaviour can be asked, are you gay or something, or told stop being such a puff, or called you massive bender and so on. Male homophobia isn't, above all else, repulsion at same-sex sexual acts. Homophobia acts as the border guards of masculinity, violently bashing any men who fail to conform to harmful and violent interpretations of what it is to be a man. There's a reason why, in the dramatisation of Margaret Atwood's The Handmaid's Tale, gay people are portrayed as gender traitors. Being gay is seen as the most demeaning example of manliness, as a betrayal of male norms. That's why even some straight men who feel that they are completely accepting of gay people feel so affronted and insulted if a stranger misreads them as gay because they ask themselves which unmanly features they are inadvertently displaying. That culture of women being spoken about in degrading and derogatory ways, is widespread among middle class and working class men alike. It includes men who consider themselves progressive as well as conservative. And lots of men hear other men talk about women in ugly and indeed grotesque ways, but don't say anything, dismissing it as banter, or just thinking it's too much hassle to start an argument over, or worrying that things could escalate even further than that. And throughout our culture, in national newspapers, in magazines, in TV shows, in films, on the internet, women are portrayed as objects there for the titillation and pleasure of men. That's why not all men is so meaningless. There is a culture of demeaning and degrading women that's not just common amongst men, it's made many men think it's actually a fundamental part of being a man when it is no such thing. Unless men have this conversation and root this culture out, this rampant harassment of and violence against women is never going to end. And that's why the discussion has to focus not on how women can be kept safe from men, but how men can be stopped from being dangerous to women. And that is something all men have to consider and debate. How we encourage each other to speak out and fight this culture or this horror is never going to end.